Thank you, thank you. That was Stolen Moments by Oliver Nelson, a nice blues song. So, it been almost summer, although you'd hard to know it out here. We thought we'd do a, a little summer samba. 
Samba from Brazil. That's by Marcos Valle, called Summer Samba. So, a natural follow-up to that, of course, is to go to a Fats Waller song. It makes total sense. So, Fats Waller was a pianist and songwriter, didn't even make 40 years old. Poor guy, but wrote some great songs. This one's called The Jitterbug Waltz. Thank you. 
Waller, Fats Waller, always a beautiful thing. Well, I think we're back to uh, uh, some more Brazilian feel here. That seems to be a theme today. Uh, I know Zach's a fan of samba in there, so we'll give him a little workout here. This is by probably the most famous um, samba composer, Antonio Carlos Jobim, and this is called Wave. Thank you. 
be a better ending to an Antonio Carlos Jobim song than Star Trek. <laughs> what else? They just like peanut butter and mayonnaise. They go right together. <laughs> All right. Of course, a logical follow-up to that, absolutely, is a song from the Adderley Brothers. So Julian Cannonball Adderley was the more famous of the two, but he and his brother Nat had a duo together back in the early 60s. And this is a song by their bass player, Sam Jones called, I don't know who this was refers to, but it's called Del Sasser. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
What's better than some good swing, huh? That's assuming we just played good swing. All right. Every band has to have a ballad or two. So it's ballad time, people. And uh, this is better known as a Glenn Campbell song, but he did not write this song. He made it famous. But this is a song written by a guy named Jimmy Webb. And this is called uh, Wichita Lineman. One, two...
I think I'm going to turn it back over to you, and we're going to come in and talk a little bit, I believe. You're listening to Radio 1190, 1190 AM, 98.9 FM in the Boulder Valley. You just heard standard deviations in studio. Um, We're going to go around and have a little bit of an interview, so uh, if you'd all like to introduce yourselves, that'd be wonderful. Sure. My name's Larry Zeal, and I'm the drummer. I'm Rich Slee. I play bass. Mitch Jervis, guitar. And Daniel Jones, steel guitar. Thank you so much for coming in today. Um, really liked a lot of what you were playing. Was was that mostly original, or was that um, not a single one? Not a single <laughs> not original a single there. One. We get, we have some originals, but um, those were all cover tunes. Those are all pretty much Tin Pan Alley standards from '40s through the '60s. Wonderful. Yeah, so um, I was going to say uh, how, how I know um, Dr. Jones here is uh, actually from, <laughs> from a class. I'll put on a different hat here. Yeah. <laughs> um, is, uh, I actually know him from the History of Jazz course, uh, which is a right. wonderful course. Yes, I it, teach for the honors program at CU, and Zach is a student in the honors History of Jazz class right now. Is Zach one of your good students? He is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> And I measure good in all kinds of ways. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, um, yeah, so all, all those tunes were wonderful. Um, I, I had a few questions about, um, I guess like a good place to start would be uh, a, good, uh, a question you ask us in your classes. Yeah, you probably know where I'm going with this. Um, you ask us about the definition of jazz. Oh. So I, I'd be interested to hear your definition, because I don't think I've, and all of your definitions, I'd love to hear kind of what you, how do you define that music? Okay. So I am not a purist. I am not. In other words, we don't have to have uh, acoustic instruments. It doesn't have to swing. Uh, it doesn't have to be in a particular style. But to me, some essential ingredients are uh, improvisation, some improvisation, some spontaneity, some group interaction. And beyond that, 
Um, it's sort of whatever music you use to start with. So we talk a lot in our class about the interface with popular musics. So we just interfaced with a lot of popular musics, some swing era stuff, a country song of all things, um, some Latin stuff, which we've talked about in yeah. class. Mm -hmm. So anything's fair game is a starting point as long as you can literally jazz it up. Well, and jazzing it up m implies adding some more sophisticated harmony. Right. Um, most of the songs that, all of the songs that we did today start with a sophisticated harmonic bass. It isn't your typical one, four, five blues changes. And Definitely. I, I come from a blues and rock background, so this is all stretching out for me. Um, and I know that uh, Dr. Jones <laughs> has a lot deeper jazz background. We're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> We're working on it. But like, like, like you said, we are not purists. We're here to, to play music that we like to hear and play it as... as to the best of our abilities and stretch right. ourselves a little bit and right. hopefully it sounds good to the people on the other side of the microphones right that's awesome yeah so do you do either of you have anything to contribute to this uh question of the definition of jazz no i think i, I think dan said it pretty well um what i know jazz encompasses a lot of different things um definition wise i'd be at a loss to put it in a's and b's but yeah yeah. So the problem is, if I were a purist, I'm a steel guitar player. Steel guitar players don't play jazz. Yeah. So so, so tell I'd me be about it. off the branch are, I'm standing on, you know. Are there are there any are there any styles you feel you can't really do you can't really do on steel guitar and still interface with jazz? Is there anything that you've had trouble with? Oh yeah, I'm not a good rocker. <laughs> I'm just not a rocker. That's not my thing. But, I mean, steel guitarists can do that. Yeah. yeah. Anybody who's heard Robert Randolph or any of those players, it can rock. Or David Lindley back in the day. Mm -hmm. um, it can rock. It's just not my forte, personally. But steel guitars are very flexible instruments. Definitely. Yeah, as you heard, again, I've never heard anything really like that. And uh, it's cool. I, I think definitely, personally, I'm not a purist in any in any terms when right. it comes to jazz or honestly any genre um and i think what you did just there really proves that right and i don't know how many people know how a steel guitar works as a guitar player i have no idea how it works but okay ready for the crash course in steel guitars <laughs> all i can yeah. all i can tell you is that dan only ever plays three notes at a time so to get those sophisticated harmonies with a thumb and two fingers he has to pick out the notes that he has to play very carefully. Okay, crash course. You ready? Yep, ready. let's hear it. So steel guitar is basically anything you play horizontally, uh, and usually with a slide in one hand and picks in the other hand. Lots of cultures have them. Uh, there's Asian cultures that have them, Indian and Chinese and all this stuff. We got our version of that from Hawaii when we assumed uh, control of Hawaii around the turn of the 20th century. And Hawaiian players came over and started playing in the United States. And then the United States, being the tech heads that we are, said we can make a better one. So they started to expand the instrument to play the kind of harmonies that Mitch is talking about. Because uh, a standard guitar, if you just turn it, put it on your lap, it's only got six notes to choose from. It's yeah. really hard to play complex yeah. chords with a straight line across them. So the magic of that guitar is the pedal mechanism. And we're, we're going to segue here into a second to some trivia questions. Um, <laughs> but the, basically, the pedals alter the tuning while you play it. Yeah. 
So that's the concept. So it's got two necks with 10 strings each. Uh, each neck has between five and eight pedals that alter the tuning while you play it. So it's a little like wrestling a greased serpent. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not a pig, a serpent. Uh, uh, so you, can we do some uh, CD giveaway and, and, and trivia questions? Yeah, so we can we can crack into those trivia questions. Um, I'm, I'm going to read off the phone number real quick if Please you do. have answers. Please do. It's 303-492-1190. 303-492-1190. And just give us a call and... Uh, Okay, and this is, this is for a standard deviation CD, people. A rare bird in today's world. Okay, here's <laughs> your first trivia question. You ready? We need a name. What is the name of the Southern California inventor mechanic who in the late 1940s built some of the first mechanically stable, uh, reliable pedal steel guitars, and he supplied them to pioneering SoCal steel guitarists Earl Joaquin Murphy and Wesley Speedy West. We need a name of this mechanic who built early uh, pedal steel guitars. Yeah, so, so if give you have, him a second, we'll go on. If you have answers, um, uh, how, how are we planning on getting the CDs to them? We'll get their name, you know, and they can come by the station. We'll leave them with you, put their name on the CD. and leave Wonderful. Them. Does that work? Yep, that okay. works. Okay. Unless so you're listening in Japan, which might be difficult. Yes. yes. You know, Let us know and we'll send you one. Then we'll use the interweb or something. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, so uh, if you have answers to that question, call in. No rush. And um, if we need a hint, if the phones are silent, we'll give you a hint. Cool. Um, yeah, so I guess uh, I'd like to hear, do any of you have other musical projects or hobbies, endeavors outside of standard deviations? Um, I've been doing a lot of music theater. This is Larry. Um seems over the years more and more right now i'm doing a show at the littleton town hall um plug yeah. plug <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's closing weekend so it's not much of a plug <laughs> yeah actually uh dan and i this is mitch dan and i met doing a musical theater show downtown in denver always patsy klein show which is actually a country music show but on the breaks and before and after each show we would jam a little bit on some of his jazz tunes and that is how standard deviations came about larry and i have been playing in musical theater in various bands captain quirk and the cosmic rangers and other things uh for a long time so when we started this larry was a an obvious choice to to bring in rich is a is a recent addition because we lost our original bass player who moved to St. Louis. I hope he's doing well. Hi, Austin, if you're listening. Hi, Austin. Hey, Austin. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's Rich, has Austin. Worked, <laughs> Rich has worked very hard over yeah. the last week to learn a bunch of difficult material, so we appreciate it. That's that's wonderful. Yeah, I've, I've enjoyed it, though. It's been a challenge, but it's uh, been fun. It's good music, and I like the guys in the band. And, now, yeah. well, we'll try to fix that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. It, it was really cool because, again, it was a really diverse selection. Um, I, I really liked all the variety, and also just hearing hearing it adapted into this setting was really right. cool, and cool. all the tones going on, it, yeah, it, was, it was really great. The steel guitar actually has a history of playing jazz and instrumental standards. The, the Nashville Masters back in, what, the 50s, maybe? Actually, that's another trivia question. Ah. And since the phone isn't ringing, I'll just ask other questions. So, as far as the origins of steel guitar and jazz, 
We need the name of the Indiana-born steel guitarist who's credited with bringing the pedal steel into the realm of jazz with a 1963 album, uh, which featured him playing jazz standards with a bunch of New York jazz cats. If anybody knows that name, and, and 63 is a hint, and you could just probably guess what the album was called. <laughs> yeah, and again, 303-492-1190 if uh, you're interested in answering that question and getting a free standard deviation CD. You can become a deviant. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah, so when when did uh, approximately how long has oh, the band been together? We did a video in 2010. January of 2010. Way back in 2010. <laughs> and that was, that was after we'd been together for a little while. If you go on to YouTube and look up Standard Deviations Jazz or... My name, Mitch Jervis, or Daniel Jones, uh, you'll probably find us. There are five or six videos out there that we right. did uh, many years ago. And uh, we've had a couple of CDs out. Uh, the latest one is called Hands Down, and that was finished when? Two years ago? Sounds right. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you can find that on our website, which I believe is standarddeviationsjazz.com. Still, you can order it there. Or if you uh, are basically the first caller you can get. <laughs> <laughs> Just give us your name. We don't care. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, that, that's great. And so you can find that all on your website. Mm -hmm. yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Wonderful. Wonderful. Should we play some more? Yes, we should go back and play because we only have like 15 minutes left. Cool. So yeah. give us a couple minutes here to, to get ready and we'll play a little bit more. Thanks. Sweet. Zach. Thank you so much. Again, um, Standard Deviations is going to go back in studio and, uh, and play a few songs for you guys. So. Thank you so much for tuning in. Radio 
That was a Horace Silver song. Zach, of course, you remember Horace Silver from the Hard Bop era. Yes, you will. That's called Nika's Dream. All right, we're going to skip over to a uh, Tin Pen Alley song here about a Cuban tree. And the if you heard lyrics to this, which you won't, um, this would be comparing the loveliness of a tree to the loveliness of a woman. And thinking about tropical splendor and all that mumbo-jumbo. Here's Point Sienna. Thank you. 
sure you could feel the tropical breezes on that one. <laughs> Point Sienna. Point Sienna. And I think we got time for one more. If you need to fade us out in the middle of this sack, you know, it'll just be a beautiful thing. So uh, it's ballad time again. That's right. This one is a lovely song and appropriately entitled That's All. 